Hello, fools, and welcome to the bi-weekly meeting of the Fools Club. I'm Bree. I'm Aurora. And we're your local Fools Club chapter co-chairs or something. I don't know. What are we doing this week, Aurora? This week, we begin our descent into madness. That is the Kevin James filmography, starting with the pinnacle role, Paul Blart Mall Cop. That's right, everybody. You heard it here first, folks. We're doing it. We're going to watch every single movie that Kevin James has been in. We will not be watching TV shows, so don't even ask about King of Queens. No way. No, sir. This is films only. Please. It's only films. I can't. I can't do all of King of Queens. Starting with Paul Blart. What's next on the agenda? Nothing. That's it. We're only talking about Paul Blart Mall Cop this time. I'm so sorry. If you were here for the rambling, get out. We're we d- so focused on We don't Paul talk Blart. about Twilight at all this episode. I never thought it would happen, but that's right. We did it. It <laughs> only took five episodes. No, you know what? We do talk about High School Musical. This week on the agenda, we're also talking about High School Musical. Yeah. N- uh, next on the agenda, Chad and Ryan from High School Musical are definitely gay for each other. 100%. We all saw that baseball sequence. I don't dance. <laughs> I say you can I know you can. Thanks for tuning in. Meeting begins. <laughs> oh my god. Meeting. Meeting commence. Let's go. Here we go. <laughs> and away we go. Blart Mall Cop, produced by Happy Madison Productions, is a 2009 masterpiece starring the one and only Kevin James. Paul Blart, a downtrodden, socially rejected security officer, becomes an unlikely hero as his mall is taken over by a band of ne'er-do-wells. Paul Blart Mall Cop. It was a movie, and we watched it. And I also watched it with my mother, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I told her that we were doing this for this episode. And yeah. uh, I didn't want to wait to try and find a very legal a wink wink stream. Uh, so I rented it on Apple Plus for $5.99. I spent $5.99 on Paul Blart Mall Cop. So if anybody's oh, yeah. listening to this and doesn't appreciate our dedication to our craft, let it be known that I contributed $5.99 to Happy Madison Productions. <laughs> Are you ready for me to say something that's going to blow your mind? Controversial but brave? I I don't know, but yes. I absolutely would pay five ninety nine to watch Paul Blart Mall Cop. I don't know what people are going on about it. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I... <laughs> no. I... Oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was fine. I, um, so you texted me before we even watched it, um, and you were afraid that you were going to like it. Yeah, I was. uh, Admittedly, I shared similar fears. I was like, oh God, what if I end up liking this movie? What if I enjoy it? I, spoiler alert, I didn't like it, but also it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen, for sure. I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, I loved it, I thought it was the best thing in the world, but I didn't think it was that bad. Because it was Paul Blart Malkoff, I thought the way people go on about it, I thought it was going to be, like, 
Neil Breen level cinema or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, no. This was not that bad. Like it wasn't no. good, but it wasn't <laughs> that bad. Like I, I don't I don't really see what the like big deal is. It was fine. I think it's because it's so utterly mediocre. But I remember a Maybe. lot of like media hype around it, like advertising and whatever as it was coming out. I remember it being like a big thing that people like the the production company or whatever was pushing. So I think maybe that's why people like latched onto it because it was uh, hyped up to some extent and it was just so like middle of the road. Okay, yeah. It opens with him doing his test to be a part of the police force. Yeah, he wants to be right. a state trooper. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know if that's different from police. Uh, I don't know. I'm yeah, not. Me neither. I'm not in a state. No, neither am I. Yeah, so he's trying out for the state trooper. He is actually doing shockingly well on the physical, but right before the finish line, he passes out because he has hypoglycemia. So he always has to be, like, mainlining sugar or else he's just going <laughs> to pass out. Yeah, he always has, like, a pixie stick or whatever in his, like, front pocket in case he passes out. But, like, we get in and he's awesome. Like, he's doing so well. He does, like, a backflip on the rope swing thing. I literally thought it was going to be a dream sequence because he was doing such a good job. I thought it was too. He literally did a backflip, but no, he's just that capable, but he has hypoglycemia. That's it. It's like, why don't you just eat yeah. some sugar before you like got started, man? I don't, like, what the hell? Yeah, I feel like you should probably know how to manage this condition. But well. the first jokes are, um, funny fat man have boob sweat, funny fat man fall down, and uh, yeah. funny fat man have hypoglycemia fail test. Yeah. And that's our opening. Fat man has to have sugar. Fat man needs sugar or, or pass out. Uh, ha ha, fat man. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. So that really sets the tone for the rest of the movie. It does. No, yeah, yeah. like you're right. It absolutely does. And I didn't like love that, but. No, ugh. but it's, it's kind of, it's on par with what you expect. Yeah. Like when that started, I was like, oh, okay. I see exactly what this movie's going to be. Like, it was kind of like, yeah, that, like it's Kevin James. Like I wasn't expecting like world-class cinema, believe it or not. <laughs> Our boy, Kevin James. He was in, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Like, I'm not expecting something, like, <laughs> phenomenal from Kevin James. I don't know what to tell you. Um, one thing, I, to be fair, he went home and he was talking to his mother and his daughter. And yeah. he was spreading chunky peanut butter by the tub full onto his pie that he made his mom give him and said, go away, pain. Yeah, like, I, I was honestly relating. <laughs> like, Relatable. When his, Me too. He, when his mom was like, do you want pie? And he was like, yeah, right now. I was like, man, like, I also want pie right now. And I do want to <laughs> spread peanut butter on it and say, go away, pain. Like, that actually go was like, pain. I thought that was pretty good. I was like, that I was kind of funny. At that point, I was feeling like um, existential dread because I was afraid that I was actually going to like pulp lart ball cop <laughs> yeah yeah when that happened i was like okay hold on this is actually pretty good <laughs> i'm actually liking this if we kept that energy i think yeah. it would be good yeah 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 to give some story context paul lives with his mom and his daughter paul is a single father and it's revealed that his wife was using him for a green card marriage and as soon as she got her citizenship she absolutely just dipped on paul and their daughter so, like, mm -hmm. brutal. That sucks. 
for the daughter especially, I would say. Yeah, like, you know, pretty shitty circumstances. But he's downtrodden. He's very sad because he cannot find a romantic partner. Yeah, he's not trying to date, but his mom and daughter, like, desperately want him to date. They are yeah, they're so, so concerned hard. with whether yeah. or not Paul Blart fucks, which is- Okay, but- he- Here's the thing. I was like, Paul is making it like no nut November year round. And then guess what? It's set in November. I can't believe they're so desperate to get him a date in no nut November. That's so like, they're really trying to thwart his attempts at the worst time of year to set up for How your could dating you? profile is no nut November. Are you kidding me? He's not supposed to nut. it. <laughs> He can't not. He can't Poor not. Paul Blart. You're trying to hook him up with somebody and he can't not. It's November. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Horrible. God. Thank you. I hate Damn it. Damn it. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, thank you so much. I, no thanks. <laughs> I refuse. So, like, his mom and daughter set up, like, a dating profile for him. And, okay, they're, like, asking him to, like, describe things. And he goes, I know a lot of facts about sharks. And, again, I was like, that's, like, so funny. Like, why would they not put that on the profile? They shut him down. I was like, no, include that. That's, like, exactly what the ladies want to hear. Yeah, if if so- if somebody... <laughs> had on their profile and I was looking for someone and they were like I know lots of things about sharks I would be like oh interesting that's a cool person actually yeah and it's like an icebreaker like oh so you say you know a lot about sharks like tell me something cool about them I don't know it leads its way into like a natural conversation but yeah they cut it and instead included like an way too long video of him riding a Segway in like a seductive manner I think is what he was going for maybe uh, anyways I can't be certain of, of Paul Blart's <laughs> intentions <laughs> in in riding a Segway sensually I can't speak for Paul Blart but <laughs> I dare not try speak for Paul Blart that was definitely the equivalent of a strip tease on a Segway <laughs> Uh, that's a nightmare. <laughs> the one thing that I found interesting was that they he takes the Segway home with him. Like, the mall's just like, fuck it. Yeah, you can take the Segway home. And he rides the Segway to work. Like, he doesn't have a car or, like, walk or, like, a bike. Straight up, he ran over a dog on his way to work. I I let out a little laugh at that. I had a little chuckle. I did, chuckle. too. I did, too. <laughs> this is my thing. This movie was not that bad. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm, it was fine. <laughs> I hated it more when I was watching it <laughs> than I do recapping it, which is interesting. <laughs> okay. It's, okay, anyway, c- continuing on, we get to the mall. They get there. There is a... You see Paul in his element. He's really given it his all. <laughs> He's it's zigging. He's mall. zagging. He's on his Segway. He's doing little tricks on it, weaving in and out through people. He's directing the flow of traffic. Like, he's clearly way too into his job. None of his coworkers are giving half this amount of energy, like, not even close. He sees this lady at one of the kiosk stands and, like, yeah, he loves sees her. he sees Emma from Glee. I know. They- I. And, like, when I first saw her, I was like, why is she wearing that, like, most obvious blonde wig? But then I realized she works at, like, Mm -hmm. the wig and hair extensions kiosk, so she's just showing off her own product. 
Yeah, I think it would have been more funny if she just kept that wig on. I know, it's like costume department couldn't get a better wig, but it was just like her own, like that was her job. That was yeah, her it was wig part of the character. Work. Yeah, it was her work um, wig. But him and Emma, they lock eyes and time slows to a halt and they're the only people in the mall. He drives his Segway straight into a minivan. And honestly, that was pretty funny. I like watching that was good. someone that was funny. <laughs> plow into the back of a van. There's nothing better than some good like physical humor that way. That's why America's Funniest Home Videos were such a thing, okay? People love watching people like ride segways into vans. Like stuff like that is funny. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to tell you. If you don't think that people riding segways into a back van is funny, this is not the podcast for you. No, that was so good. That was so dumb and funny. I liked it so much. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Um one thing that I noticed as all this was happening, there were a lot of uh stores that had very obvious like branding on them. And if you're if you're working in the mall to be fair, I feel like you yeah. have to do like a lot of work to cover stuff up. But like yeah. How much do you think, like, Mac and Brookstone and Aeropostale, like, paid to, to, to oh be... Oh my god, I know. I there know. There was so much product placement in this movie. Uh, I know. Victoria's Secret, they had a whole scene. There was a whole thing. An entire fight scene. Um. So yeah, so anyways, he crashes into the van and then he gets back to work and there's a new guy who Paul is helping to train. Yeah. And as soon as this new guy showed up, I was like, He's going to be a bad guy, for sure. Like, you bring in a new guy in a movie like this, yeah, this is going to be a villain, right? I didn't clock it immediately. I was just like, oh, okay, there's another person. <laughs> no, as soon as he showed up, I was like, I bet this guy is, like, the inside man. Yeah. Because well, I, I knew, I like, I knew going into Paul Blart that people were going to try to rob the mall. I didn't know that it was going to be done in the way that it was done, but I did know that that was, like, I thought for whatever reason Paul was in the mall at night. Uh, I'll, we'll get into it later, but that's, like, not what happened, so yeah. whatever. I had seen Paul Blart Mall Cop uh, years and years ago, probably around when it first came out, and forgot basically everything about it. You'd already seen it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. I had never seen it. Like, I, I'd only seen, like, trailers for it. I'd never actually seen it. I had seen it, but I completely forgot that there was, like, a heist that occurred. That's so funny, because that's I'd never seen it, and that's the only thing I knew about it. <laughs> was that it was, like... Because it's, like, um, it's, like, an action movie, like, spoof, right? It's, like, Die Hard, and it's got, like, homages to, like, I think, uh, Predator and Rambo as well. Like, it's it's fully got shots from those movies, just done yeah. as Paul in a mall. Paul in a mall. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what it is. Why didn't they call it Paul Bop Mall Cop? Because <laughs> that would have been too good. Someone named Paul Bop is obviously going to be, like, really cool. Are you kidding me? Paul Bop? Paul Bop. Paul Bop Mall Cop. Paul Bop 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 to the top Mall Cop? Slip and slide and ride that rhythm. That's the Paul Blart High School Musical crossover as my dream. That I would watch and definitely like. I definitely like that. Oh, my God. Sharpay becomes a Mall Cop. Okay, hold on. 
this Wait. movie's so good. Oh my god, hold on. It's too good. <laughs> That's so good. Oh my god. <laughs> Sharpay oh. is a mall cop. <laughs> Gabrielle is obviously the robber. Sorry, but Gabrielle is the villain. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say it. I think that Troy Bolton would be a mall cop. He has mall cop energy, and I'm not I'm not afraid to say it. Troy and Chad would both become mall cops together 100 percent corbin blue yeah and and troy bolton his name was chad right yeah but i can only he's not chad to me he's only corbin blue i don't know why he and ryan had uh that baseball sequence was the amount of of sexual tension between corbin blue and ryan yeah they come out after in each other's clothes like they swapped clothes like Hmm, interesting. They and like they got down and swapped clothes. Yeah. So I know what was we really all know going it. on. We all know what was going on that summer. <laughs> all right. I see you. I see you. Honestly, good for uh, them. I'm so happy for them and I hope that they uh have a wonderful life together. Obviously they're not gonna stay together because uh I think Ryan goes to Juilliard and Chad becomes a mall cop, so uh, oh, right, yeah. Different lives, you know. Different Ryan goes sort of, to uh... Juilliard, Chad becomes a mall cop. That's the... <laughs> after High School Musical 3, after the credit sequence, that's, <laughs> that's like, the end, like... There's gonna be a really, like, soulful um, movie that they put out, and it's gonna center around Chad and his high school reunion and him, like, being like, oh my god, Ryan's the one that got away. I should have been, like more open to loving him in high school and now I'm just a mall cop but like it'll be like really emotional and they'll like obviously then end up together okay so what you're describing is just Paul Blart mall cop but with Ryan as uh no because Ryan will still be really successful (laughs) he'll have gone to Juilliard like he'll be doing well in life but Chad will leave his boring life behind and will be like I'm gonna go chase my dreams now it's never too late to follow your heart or something like that that's, That'll be that's one so of the songs. Beautiful. That's gonna be one of the songs in it. That'll be like the big showstopper. Fuh, 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 follow your heart. It's never too late to start. Ooh, ooh, time never to follow know. your heart, baby. <laughs> Bump to the top. <laughs> I'm. I. I don't know why. Like Disney isn't calling me. Okay, we need to start writing down our movie ideas. <laughs> okay, these are so good. We're like. It's that mall cop Paul Blart energy. It's flowing through our veins. Mall Blart Paul Cop. Blart 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 Blart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what happens? So he has to he has to break up a, a fight in Victoria's Secret. Yeah, he's showing the new guy around. He gets to Victoria's Secret. He's got to break up a fight. He gets beat up by this lady after he's honestly kind of rude to her. So I was like, yeah, he deserves yeah, that. Yeah, he was a dick. He completely yeah. deserved it. Also, the people who were writing this movie, um, Kevin James and Adam Sandler and whoever else were on this, apparently don't know how bra sizes work because these two women are these two women yeah. are not the same size at all and would not be looking for the same bra. No, definitely not. Like no way in hell. And also the whole the whole fight too, like ignoring that very obvious like issue. Like, the the sales lady literally is like, oh, we're getting new bras in tomorrow. Yeah. It's... You can you can pick one up tomorrow. But, like, the one of the ladies is yeah. like, I have a date, so I need it tonight. It's like, girl, if you have a date tonight, you should have already gotten a bra, I guess. 
Yeah, you well, should have a date bra. These were pre-pandemic um, times when p- people could like go out and shop for things occasionally whenever they felt like it and didn't have Who to. Who the like... hell is going on a date in the pandemic that they're gonna need a same day bra for? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying it pre pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. Oh my this god, this was something okay. people could do. You're right about the like being able to go out and buy things before the pandemic and like seeing all these people in the mall like so close to each other no masks no hand sanitizer i was like getting kind of anxious watching this movie it, it like really in stressed the me out <laughs> yeah i was like oh paul gets beat up and one of the tip his um his new co-worker does not provide backup when he's fighting this lady so that was another strike against the new co-worker in my book i was like hmm I don't know about this guy. Also, though, this is something he Paul says. So Paul says to him, like, if you're confronting someone, you don't have a gun, but you can pretend you do. But also remember, the mind is the only weapon that doesn't need a holster, which is like a crazy quote, but it definitely like is a theme for the movie. Yeah. So that yeah. happens. He, uh, honestly, he's kind of just he seems like a decent guy with the exception of being an asshole to the lady in victoria's secret like he's just kind of a goofy dad paul's a nice guy like not in like an annoying nice guy way although he does spy on um emma from glee on the security cameras but not in a like oh i'm gonna watch her change just in a oh i'm looking at her and it clearly have a crush that i can't handle which is like it's not great to do that but like it's paul blart doing it so it's like not as threatening as it would be if any of the other security guards had been doing that yeah he's just kind of like i mean don't do that but also he's just kind of like a a sweet lonely dude who yeah you know like he's not he's not doing it in like a you know a sinister way well i mean it doesn't really matter your intentions it's still fucking creepy but like no it's it's a bad thing it's not as bad as it could be it's not a good thing to do it's definitely a bad thing to do but for some reason like the fact that it was paul blart doing it i was like yeah all right yeah i guess yeah all right well you know it is what it is which like isn't great it's not a great like but yeah, I don't know. There's something about the fact that it was Paul Blart that I was like, eh, yeah. Well, we're just gonna move along because Paul yeah. Paul just seems so. I don't even know it. Like, if Paul didn't have a daughter, I would say he does not know what sex is. Yeah, it's actually kind of shocking that he was able to participate in the act of making a person. Yeah. If I met him, I would be like, oh, you don't. You've never. You've never cupped nor seen a soft titty. Yeah, you've definitely never engaged in sexual relations of any kind. I don't even know if you've made it to second base over the clothes. Have you touched a, uh, another person with your lips on their lips? I would say maybe not, honestly. But I, It could go either way. But yeah, anyways, he has a daughter, though. And I do believe that it's not like a situation where the wife had an affair um because the daughter and paul are very similar like not in appearance but in like personality which i guess nature versus nurture they could be alike that way too but i don't know i was like yeah that's definitely paul's daughter yeah it it feels right yeah it feels right it they feels also like, have yeah. like a pretty decent relationship seemingly like they they clearly care about one of each other they have a great relationship so paul um paul goes to talk to sorry i'm jumping back into it because i i got things to say about him and his daughter 
but I have to get yeah, through a certain it. thing first. So Paul goes back to <laughs> see Emma from Glee. Her name's Amy in this movie. So he goes to see Amy and he uh, is chatting with her and is actually kind of making some progress, I guess. And then this really like rude guy shows up. Stuart is his name. I found out later. And is like really mean to Paul. And it's like, wow, Paul, like you're fat and you look dumb. And then he like turns to Amy and is like, I'm going to hit on you now in front of like Paul after I've just like humiliated him in front of you. And I was like, that's like rude, Stuart. Mm -hmm. So then basically they like get in, they're going to go out. Like all the mall employees are going to like some sort of bar, I guess, to like hang out and like get drinks. America Joe's, I believe it's called. Oh, yeah, I think that's right. And so at the end of the day, Paul offers Amy a ride on his Segway and it's like slow motion and they're like both on the Segway together going through the mall. (laughs) I don't know what the hell is going on in this. I guess it's meant to be his version of like a motorcycle or something. Yeah, it's romantic. It's romantic and cool. It's so romantic and cool. And he gives her a ride to her car. And she's basically like, I'll see you tonight at American Joe's. And so Paul has to go to American Joe's now. Mm-hmm. And he shows up at American Joe's in this incredible like leather jacket. It's so insane. He takes it off immediately. I'm so mad. I was like, Paul, leave Honestly, that jacket on. Yeah, I wish he I wish he would have kept that on. It it really had uh, sex appeal. It was great. It was like black leather and it had like all these little like holes in it, I guess. It's like not yeah, they're quite like, studded, but um like rivets or something. Like they're little Yes. And it's very weird, but also I loved it. <laughs> yeah, like, I was honestly looking at that jacket like, I would wear that, I think. Yeah, it was, actually, it was kind of cool. <laughs> like, it was kind of a cool jacket. I was like, oh, actually, that's kind of dope. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of into that. <laughs> Anyways, he takes it off, and he, Stuart is like, oh, I'm basically dating Amy Paul, so back off. And then Paul gets into a nacho eating contest. And mm-hmm. chugs what he believes is lemonade because the jalapenos are too spicy, but it's actually a margarita, so Paul gets absolutely blasted. He is hammered out of his mind, and he's never, ever had anything to drink before. Yeah, like, he does not drink, and suddenly he's chugged two pitchers of margarita, I think, and mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. just off his mind, and he's making such a fool out of himself. Oh my god. As it was happening... As he downed two glasses of, of margarita. I thought that was pretty good, but the, the following sequence went on for so long. I felt like so I was sitting there forever long. watching this man, like, caress a, a bust of some man, and then... Oh my god, yeah. Like, the, it went on for way too long. The pacing of this movie was crazy. It just was way too much time spent on this. Yeah, and way he, too much. He ends up uh, starting a mosh pit, which I loved, and I think they could have yeah. just done with that, <laughs> and not the rest yeah. of the sequence. But then he yeah. he falls through a window, and thus begins uh, a pattern of glass breaking in this movie. There's a lot of glass. So much glass breaks. There's oh my so god, so much shattered glass. But yeah. he falls through a window and embarrasses himself. And he's back to being a sad, fat man again. Yeah, so he, he like, goes to talk to Amy about it, and, like, it's so embarrassing, because, like, 
he's like, I'm not like this. I don't drink. And she's like, just text me. But Paul doesn't have a phone, so Paul can't actually text her. But he's like, yeah, I'll text you. I'll memorize your number. Yeah, he does. And Mm -hmm. um, he he gets a phone from one of his, like, friends who runs the phone stand. It's like, oh, you can borrow my daughter's phone. I confiscated it because she went over her minutes texting her dumb boyfriend. So Paul has a phone, but he, like, can't text Amy on it now because he's made a fool of himself. And he's, like, kind of sad to his, like, mom and, like, his daughter about it. And there's no matches on his dating profile. And his daughter comes in to, like, comfort him and notices, like, a Loch Ness Monster tramp stamp. I love that. It was so funny. He's like, I really don't drink. And she still gave him a hug. And I was like, oh my god, if I had just discovered my father with a Loch Ness Monster tramp stamp, I would not be giving him a hug. I'll tell you that much right now. No way now. Um... I'm just upset now because if I go through with my original plan to get a Loch Ness Monster tramp stamp, people will think that I'm copying Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> well, you will be, so, <laughs> so that's deal with it. <laughs> when I get a Loch Ness Monster tramp stamp, I... I hope everyone knows that I am copying Paul Blart Mall <laughs> There's a little disclaimer under both. Under yours, it says, I am copying Paul Blart Mall Cop, yeah. and under mine it says, I am not. Mine says I am, and also Aurora is as well, so <laughs> he's lying. Mine says I am not, co- I'm not I am not copying Paul Blart Mall Cop, and I'm lying. Yeah, perfect. Um, as we were watching this scene, um, the, the no matches thing came up, and my mother was heartbroken for for Paul Blart. Yeah. She's like, so was oh, I. P- oh, poor fucker. Poor Paul. <laughs> poor fucker. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry that you're going through this. <laughs> I mean, that's a direct quote. <laughs> I'm with her. I felt so bad. I felt like, kind of bad, too. How, how could there be no matches? There are some wild people on dating sites, but whatever. Anyways, I, I don't know. He, he goes back to the mall. Mm-hmm. the next day because he works there because <laughs> he has to <laughs> he's really sad all day I don't like necessarily know what happens this day beyond just like he's kind of sad he's kind of sad and the thing that confuses me a little bit is that he's clearly like he he's being made out to be like this lonely kind of sad figure but he clearly has people in the mall that care about him. He has so many friends. He has so many friends. And his his one friend is like, hey, can you, like, lock up the arcade for me? Like, yeah. you know, it, you're looking kind of sad. Are you okay? Like, Yeah. He has a friend come up and give him hot sauce. He has a friend um, give him, like, a cell phone for free. He, yeah, he has a friend who's like, lock up the arcade for me. And why don't you play a game to cheer yourself up? Like, he has all kinds of friends. He's clearly, like, really well-liked, other than, like, Stuart, who just seems like a jerk. Yeah, and I mean, he's just, yeah. That's the thing, is that, like, supposed to be, like, this sad figure. It's just because he doesn't have a girlfriend. Yeah, but, like, he's he's pretty popular. Like, he has a ton of friends around. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
Anyways, so it's like half an hour in and finally the robbers show up. But like the mall hasn't closed yet. It's still very full. I guess it's like really close to closing time, but it, it's not closed yet. But the robbers have shown up anyways. And Paul is in the arcade playing. It's, I don't know if it is Guitar Hero or just like a Guitar Hero sort of. It was either Guitar Hero or Rock Band. But he picks oh, like... Rock the most dad song possible which is detroit rock city he's like crushing it though like he's doing such a good job on guitar hero um paul blart or rock band mall cop moon moonlights as a rock star paul blart yeah. mall cop rock star yeah okay um rock star named paul blart <laughs> yeah paul blart rock stop here's anyway. my thing i'd like to just quickly say a yeah. mall cop named paul blart of course. It's not funny because it makes sense. A rock star named Paul Blart? A little funny. That's a right? little... But, okay, wait. Listen. Pop star named Paul Bop. Paul Bop is Paul a pop, Bop star. pop star. Oh my god. That's so... Oh, <laughs> that's so true. That's so good. Uh, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and he only sings Bop to the top. He's <laughs> got one song. <laughs> uh... Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So finally the robbers have showed up. They're like, clear the mall. We got guns. Get out of here. And people start fleeing. And the whole time, Paul is just playing video games. So I think the real message of Paul Blart is that video games are the real enemy. Video games are the real evil, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. But people are fleeing from the mall and they're all, like, they're going different directions. Like, why wouldn't they all yeah. be going toward one exit? I <laughs> I have no idea. Like, it's crazy. But he's jamming out, so he doesn't even notice. Yeah. He's shredding. He's just shredding that song. Oh my god. He's just, like, so into this game that he has no idea that there's, like, a mass exodus of people. Um, but Amy and Stuart are both in line at the bank in the mall, and so is the new guy. I don't even remember this guy's name. Like, I don't at either. All. I yeah, it was like I think it started with Vec or something. Vork, um, Vlink, yeah. Vlinkle, all the, like that. All the um the band of hooligans, other than the main guy, are named after uh, eight tiny reindeer. Yeah, they're named after Santy's reindeer. Um, so yeah, so Vec, I'm going to call him Vec. I don't know if that's right, but that's what I'm going to call him. So Vec, the new guy, is also in line at the mall. And these people come in, they're like, this is a stick up of the mall. Everyone, like, get down. And then Amy turns to Vec, is like, what are you doing? And Vec's like, haha, I'm the leader of these people. I'm the inside band. I'm the mastermind behind this whole mall robbery. And I'm like, Vec, you're so bad at it because you didn't even wait till the mall was closed. Why? Yeah. Why wouldn't they wait until the mall was closed? Because there would still be people inside the mall after, like, the customer base is gone. But they didn't need people inside the mall, like, other than hostages. But, like, well, they didn't yeah, really but... need it because if they had gone in after hours... No one would have known they were there. Like, the, the security guards other than Paul are so inept. But if they went in after hours, then we wouldn't have this masterpiece. No, I I agree with you. I'm just saying, like, I genuinely thought Paul was the night shift security guard, and then he was single man, like, 
stopping a heist, but no, like, <laughs> these are just dumb criminals. <laughs> They're just, like, really <laughs> bad at robbing a mall, I guess. Yeah, they, well, they act so, like, cool, like, this isn't the first heist they've done, and yeah. these idiots are messing everything up, and I have to do it all myself. And yeah. so, well, I mean, you could have started with a few, like, <laughs> basic changes to your plan here, and it yeah. might have gone, like, a lot better. It would have been way better. It's like, what are you even doing? <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, so, Stuart, Amy, um, the guy who gave Paul hot sauce and some other people are hostages now Mm -hmm. and Um, Paul eventually finishes and the police show up they're outside trying to make like hostage demands and so is one of the like the the boss security guard is outside with the cop who I liked a lot yeah 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 I liked those two actually I thought they were like kind of funny Paul somehow like gets in touch with the boss like through his radio I guess and so Paul is like the he's gonna get out but then he realizes that Amy is a hostage and he goes back in and is like I'm your inside man I'm gonna take them down and feed you information from the inside so that's when the action really like starts going starts ramping Um, up yeah um it's crazy these robbers are so acrobatic they are flipping everywhere. This one guy literally goes spread eagle crotch first down the escalator yeah. handrails. Yeah. They have like mini bikes and skateboards and are flipping around through the mall. And it's like, oh my god, why are you guys robbers? You should be like stunt doubles. They're they're very accomplished athletes, which brings up the point of, <laughs> could you imagine training your whole life? Yeah skateboarding or bmx or whatever (laughs) parkour training to be like the most incredible stunt person and your leading role your most accomplished your your biggest accomplishment is in paul blart (laughs) depending on how sweet that paycheck is it's either great or awful (laughs) that's all i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) but no like I'm with you. Like, it's, it's, it was just kind of crazy. They, like, went all out on these robbers being so athletic. It mm-hmm. was just like, oh my God, these guys are really talented at flipping around. Like, what are they doing? This is, like, so extra. I guess it was to, like, fill time, maybe. Yeah, because... it was fun to watch. Yeah. But it also yeah. became a little like, okay, well, we get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are you showing off for? The mall is closed. They're showing off for Paul. Duh. That's. (gasps) They saw him and they were like, "Oh, look at that man! Look at look at that man! Look at that segue! Look at that mustache!" Oh my god, they saw his dating profile, and (gasps) that's what it uh, was. Oh my god, we love him. We'll join up with this crew to show off for Paul. They were too like nervous to send a match. So they thought maybe if they just flipped as they tried to rob him, that would get his attention. They were too intimidated by his cool demeanor and handsomeness, and they they needed to show up. Yeah. They were all, <laughs> every single one of this group was in competition for Paul Blart's affection. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a rom-com. That's so good. That's like, that. okay, that would be so funny, though, as a movie. Like, they're... <laughs> 
they all of them have a crush on the person they're trying to rob and so they just keep trying to impress the person they're trying to like that's so stupid that would be so funny i think i would love it if it was just paul blart again cut out some of the like the the stuff that didn't need to happen but they're all there to try and impress him and he doesn't know this so he's still actually yeah. trying to stop them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're actually just putting on a performance. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, I've got it. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. ready. Yep. The new guy was not a villain. He just saw Paul and was like, I really like Paul and I want him to succeed in life. I am going to stage a heist with all my friends after showing them Paul's dating profile. They all like him too. And we are going to make Paul seem like the most impressive guy in the world. That is so beautiful. And also, he definitely, like, found and murdered everybody that had a chance of matching with Paul. Yeah. Prior. So he had no matches. There is some sinister element. That's why he took Amy hostage. Because it would, like, make Paul act, but also because he was intending on taking out the competition. How romantique. (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe that's that's so uh, That's what was actually going on behind the scenes. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Um, so basically, Paul starts, like, taking out... I don't know. Paul starts, like, taking out... The SWAT team shows up, and it's his old high school bully who is, like, the SWAT man. And he, like, takes the radio, so then Paul just takes out his cell phone and calls his boss. And I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, Paul. Um, I don't know. Paul. Then it goes on to, like, the big homage of... Um, action movies like the die hard homage the you know that you get that moment where he's trying to get in the vents but like he doesn't of course make it all the way in the vents and his stomach starts growling and then the vent breaks and he knocks out one of the villains you know um i thought it was gonna be a fart joke to be fair so, but it was so just his I. tummy rumbling just tummy rumbling I, I was actually kind of relieved i was too actually that was one of the, the comedic decisions they made that i was like on board with yeah yeah <laughs> thank yeah, god yeah. this isn't a so, fart joke exactly paul blart also gets caught in like a in like a spray tan machine uh and then he gets out and then immediately bludgeons a dan a man to death in a tanning bed he does not kill him because (laughs) he does make a point of covering up his eyes but it's very did you ever see um i still know what you did last summer no (laughs) you know that i know what you did last summer sequel (laughs) i know of it well and i still know what you did last summer at one point she is like in a tanning bed and mm-hmm. the killer like puts a zip tie around it and like turns up the heat so it's like she can't get out of the tanning bed and like Paul at the very least did not turn up the heat and leave her in there to roast to death but that that was very reminiscent I, I thought it was very interesting that Paul had the I still know what you did last summer killer role in that moment I was like hmm interesting he's is a, Paul the villain Paul Blart contains multitudes <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's a very complex man. Paul Blart still knows what you did last summer. <laughs> it's my favorite movie ever. I think it was, I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. I will always know what you did last summer. I might be making up that last one, but I'm pretty I'm... sure the second one is, I still know what you did last summer. I vaguely yeah. remember what you did last summer. At this point, it was not last summer. It was several summers ago, but don't think I've forgotten about what you did, okay? I remember. I kind of remember what you did all those summers ago. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. There's like an homage to a lot of action movies that I probably didn't pick up on because believe it or not, like I don't really watch <laughs> action movies like the classic ones. I've never seen Die Hard. I've never seen Rambo. I've never seen uh, Predator. I've seen Predator 2, um, but only the last 20 minutes of it. So I, I too have never seen any of these movies, which maybe would have made it more enjoyable, but I don't intend to watch the movies in order to watch Paul Blart Mall Cop <laughs> with full effect. I, I Now that I've seen Paul Blart Mall Cop, I'm going to watch these movies and I will have a comparison. No, Specifically to revisit Paul Blart Mall Cop, I'm going to watch all of yeah. these action movies <laughs> to give a, exactly. a full take. Yeah, My so I can fully Paul appreciate Paul Blart Walcott. Um, <laughs> I, like, I'm desperately trying to remember. At one point, like, one of the guys, the long-haired guy named Rudolph, he's one of the yeah. villains, he is like, we should just start killing people. And then when Paul is, like, getting up to nonsense, Rudolph is like, I'm gonna go kill him like this guy is so ready to murder like he's like in any other heist movie he'd be the one to escalate things and then the villains are in over their head because of that one guy who like immediately killed someone you know what i mean yeah he he was maybe the most interesting character outside of obviously paul bought mall cop yeah <laughs> paul blart mall cart um <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Um, they have, like, a showdown. Him, Paul, and Rudolph have a fight in an elevator, which I don't know if you've seen Captain America the Winter Soldier, but there's a fight scene in an elevator. So I'm pretty sure that um, they copied Paul Blart Malkov because yeah. Paul Blart came out first. So That's the power of Happy Madison Productions. Yeah. I don't actually know if, like, that elevator fight scene was a reference to another elevator fight scene but i don't think so i think that captain america and the winter soldier ripped off paul blart Malkoff. that's i think you're take. probably right yeah marvel plagiarized paul blart i'll say it i did say it you did and i support you <laughs> i'm right marvel movies aren't shit compared to paul blart Malkoff. uh that i do agree with <laughs> That I definitely will unironically say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The whole Marvel Cinematic Universe is like a joke in the face of Paul Blart Mall Cop, okay? Cinematic Universe. There's Paul two Blart's. There's two movies, so... It's a cinematic universe. Oh my god. There should be a Paul Blart Cinematic Universe. I would there is! There's already two movies! Be. No, but like a bigger one like go the route of no the Marvel i don't i don't yeah. i don't the I don't paul blart averse the, the blart averse do you think the there's a crossover with the john Tra travolta cinematic universe <laughs> <laughs> yeah there could be an ep uh, uh They're both an on episode a it's a tv show now there could be an episode of paul blart where um he saves john travolta's life in a plane and it, oh. they <laughs> they, Paul Blart they, saves Christmas. <laughs> they drive out of the plane on segways and parachute out of the plane and then land perfectly on a mountainside, just like in <laughs> Fast and the Furious did with cars. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. Didn't they, they in a helicopter? Yeah, not the Disney movie cars. <laughs> yeah, just no, like in the Disney movie cars. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Why is there not a Fast and the Furious and Disney cars? crossover lightning McQueen that... races 
um, Dom from Fast and the Furious. Oh my god. Why am I sitting here coming up with every single good movie idea of all time? What the hell? Your talent is so impressive. I want a stage production of Paul Blart (laughs) Malcolm. Hello, Broadway. I'm going to write the Paul Blart musical. Hello. Paul Blart Mall Cop musical. I know what you did last summer. (laughs) Paul Blart, I still know what you did last um, (laughs) No Nut November. Um, so, uh, his daughter shows up for whatever reason, gets in the mall, gets taken hostage. Paul gets serious. When he fights the guy on the roof, they crash through a window in the roof, but, like, Paul makes a jump over the buildings on his Segway. It's very dramatic. It is. They fall through the roof, directly into the ball pit, and my mother shouted bazinga as this happened, and unironically, that was the funniest part of the movie. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I was crying my eyes out. Oh my god. That's so so funny. The unfortunate thing is that I will never be as funny as my own mother. Yeah, she's, she's got it. Like, that's the funniest thing. (laughs) um so the Segway also falls in the ball pit the Segway also falls in the ball pit and Paul gets on the Segway underneath the balls gets up like through the ball pit emerges from it on the Segway takes out Rudolph and leaves him there to drown in the ball pit so brutal like the image of Paul rising up from the ball pit on the Segway. <laughs> like, oh my god. That was haunting. <laughs> it was like Frankenstein being, like... <laughs> Much like Jesus being resurrected. Oh my god. Paul, Paul rose rising. from the ball pit. Oh my god, yeah. That was so wild. It was so insane. <laughs> and he had this, like, wily look in his eye. <laughs> yeah, he's, he means business. And then he, he sets, he gets, oh, yeah. So they're trying to steal credit card codes or something. Whatever. Paul gets them. I don't care about that part of the movie. He sets up an ambush for the villains in the Rainforest Cafe. And this, yeah. I think this is meant to be, like, the Predator sequence, because I'm pretty sure Predator is set in, like, a rainforest or something, and they get picked off one by one. So Paul is the Predator, like, picking off these people one by one. I could be wrong about what movie it's referencing, but I think that's it. I haven't seen Predator, so I don't know. But um, I actually thought the rainforest sequence was kind of funny because it was in Rainforest Cafe and I was like man that's so funny that Paul set up like a full like (laughs) ambush in the Rainforest Cafe that's the perfect restaurant to set up an ambush in if if I was ever to uh, set up an ambush for someone or a group of people I would definitely pick Rainforest Cafe yeah I mean they've got so many like animatronic stuff like you get set those off and like really yeah he gets like the fog machine going there's all these like vines and places to hide it's so good i was like hell yeah Yeah. paul but before this though after he emerges from the ball pit paul blart transforms into ultra paul blart yes he now is wearing a black shirt and he means business yeah and he puts on a a hello kitty band-aid on his arm so he's he's ready to go he sets off an explosion as well. 
<laughs> just by yeah. the way he he somehow manages he takes out everyone i think there's like a rambo reference when he's in the hockey gear and then like his eye opens yeah that was that was genuinely frightening <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a reference to Rambo, like Rambo's lying in the mud and then opens an eye. Again, I haven't seen these, but I did, like, Google, like, is this a reference to something? Because I was like, this feels like this is directly referencing a movie. And that part, they were like, this might be what it is. For the IMDb. For the most part, I was so bored (laughs) that I didn't even (laughs) think about (laughs) whether or not something would be a reference to something else. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, it was crazy pacing. Like, there was just so much, like, wasted time where he wasn't doing, like, fun ambushes. There was so much time where he was just, like, trying to get a birthday card for Emma. Or he was, like, kind of just, like, riding around on a Segway for no reason. Like, there really was so much wasted time. So it was pretty boring at parts. But, like, when he actually was doing stuff, I was having fun. Um, So, like, I don't know. I was mostly having fun because I was watching my mom have fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did your mom like it? My mom had a good time. Okay, so I'm, like, with your mom on that. Like, I I didn't, I wouldn't, like, recommend this movie to people, but I, like, kind of had a good time watching it. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Some of it It was... Some of it was fine. Like, the... I think that's what tripped me up was because there was... Yeah, there was, like, a, a lot of parts that were just really, like, slow and boring and had, yeah. like, no reason to be as long as they were or in the movie at all. But some of, like, the physical comedy was funny. Like, he's, he tries to slide and then he, like, yeah. he, he doesn't make it so he has to, like, scooch himself behind the sign and then he does, like, a yeah. little somersault. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's kind of funny. Like, there's just this man who's, like, riding around on a Segway. Great. Yeah. Some of the jokes just went on too long. Oh, 100%. Yeah. He, like, he fails to get the hostages out. Paul took out the rest of the crew single-handedly, so it's just Vec left. He kidnaps Amy and Paul's daughter and drives off. Paul takes the minivan. That he crashed into. Yeah. And he drives it through some sort of window and out, and then the SWAT guy. So then... Paul and this guy get in the minivan. It's a chase scene. Paul tries to do the thing where you jump from the roof of one car to another, but he fails. He does not make the jump. But he he's basically, like, set himself up for a perfect shortcut, so he runs through the woods and effortlessly, like, jumps the fence to the airfield where the villain is, like, heading, and... He has a fight with the villain, and he, like, pretends to pass out from hypoglycemia, but it was a ruse, and he takes the villain down, sort of, like, playing on the villain's, like, perceptions, like, he's able to use his hypoglycemia sort of effectively and trick him, so, again, the mind is the only weapon that doesn't need a holster. Paul has outthought everyone this whole movie, and then the SWAT guy shows up, and the SWAT guy turns his former bully who set him on fire was in on it as well. What a shock. A double, double cross. Yeah. <laughs> the most dangerous of double crosses. Yeah. I so, thought that they could have gone further with this. Yeah, right? A double, double, double cross. Yeah, like, it, if there had just been more people, like, randomly being bad, that would have <laughs> been kind of funny, honestly. Like, if I, Beck had like... popped up. If Vec had popped in and been like, haha, I was actually an FBI agent trying to catch the dirty SWAT team the whole time, 
And then, like, Amy pops up and is like, no, I'm the evil one. Like, all these people doing things. Yeah, that would be super. I, I just, I, like, I think that would be so fun. Like, some of the, yeah. some of the, some of the parts of this movie were just so, like, long and drawn out. And the rest of it, I was like, they could have done more with that. They could have made, like, so many double crosses. And then that, yeah, the movie like, just ends with, like, nobody knowing what's happening yeah like this guy's double cross came out of honestly nowhere there was nothing Um, to suggest that this person would have been in on it at all yeah literally nothing other than the fact that he didn't like i guess immediately storm the mall because it's insane that they were just like letting paul do this i guess i don't know like i guess they're hostages but still they're just letting paul run wild they were just letting him segue around the mall (laughs) to his heart's content yeah just like go paul go he deserves it um yeah (laughs) that's why my theory that uh this whole thing was set up to make paul look good i think it's holding water anyways um you know the then like the cop and the security guard boss show up um they kind of had some funny moments throughout and they were like they didn't like the SWAT guy and were like team Paul they kind of show up at the end and take out the SWAT guy it's a happy ending Paul like strides towards Emma and they like make out and then like hold hands so I guess they're like together now yeah he like he strutted towards her (laughs) yeah it was blue steel fully like (laughs) down the catwalk yeah the movie ends with paul looking into the eyes of his beloved having saved them all and the town and probably the state that he's in most likely the entire united states of america he he looks at her seductively and with a confidence he's never felt before glides to her it's he's exuding uh like feral sexuality i would say just oozing out of him that is the worst thing i've ever heard you say (laughs) is that paul blart now has a feral sexuality (laughs) he was just oozing feral sexuality just the pinnacle of sex paul blart ultra now ultra paul blart paul blart's final form paul blart yeah sexy sexy mall cop paul cart paul Paul cart sex sex bop (laughs) now he's a stripper oh my god that's the next one paul goes undercover as a stripper um just to like crack another heist i guess that see it happening i would watch that yeah oh my god yeah That'd be pretty good. Why Why are we coming up with so many good movies? It, like, Christ. we uh, are just so smart. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so that's kind of what happened. That's, that's kind of it. That's kind of it. How? So what would you rate this movie? How would I rate this? I, I would rate this um, out of 10. I would give Paul Blart a, mm, like a four. Yeah. Compared to the other the other pieces of media that we've talked about um, so far, this is definitely not by long shot the worst. Not even slightly. But on like, like no, but on like an objective scale, not necessarily in comparison to the others. Just like in general, I would give it yeah. probably like a three ish out of ten. It was fine, but it was 
it was just kind of boring. But also, like, some of it was kind of okay. Like, I had a couple chuckles every now and again. Ultimately, like, I find so often, and I'm not saying this is what we do, I'm just saying I find this happens a lot, is that people, like, for whatever reason, they think that everything they watch or read or uh, even, like, music, like, listen to has to be, like, the best thing ever. And sometimes if things are just fine... Like, it's good. And I don't know if I would say that Paul Blart was just fine. It wasn't good, but it, like, it honestly wasn't that bad. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. I wouldn't give it a just fine. Yeah. I would give it, like, a, eh. Yeah. Like, it gets, like, a non-committal vocalization. I enjoyed several parts. I, I actually came out of that being, like, I don't feel like I completely wasted an hour and a half like I kind of do but not like the way I did after watching open house I really felt like I wasted my time Paul Blair like I don't know there were moments I was like yeah this sucks but like also this part was I laughed at so I don't know it's it's it didn't have like (sighs) open house if if we didn't watch open house specifically for the purpose of discussing it um on the podcast I would have turned it off probably 10-ish minutes in. Paul Blart, I would have turned it off maybe 30 minutes in. So 30 minutes in? 30 minutes in is when it starts, like, the heist. (laughs) I would have kept watching. I will say this, I would have finished Paul Blart. And I don't I, know if I would have been like happy. To I don't know if that's so, like commendable. But I probably would have. I <laughs> probably would have finished it. I think I liked it better than you. I'm gonna be honest. I think I liked it better than you did. You know, nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest flaw is that I kind of like Paul Blair. <laughs> I I think <laughs> I I think it's got like a bad rap. I think people make it out to be worse than it is. I don't yeah. think it's as bad as everyone says. Like, I still I still agree with that. I think there were a lot of moments where he was really smart. He used, like, the camera zoom to get a closer look. He pretended his legs were part of the display when he was trying to hide in the air vents. Like, it didn't work, but it was a good plan. I think if they cut out about 30 minutes, it would have been... <laughs> but then it would only be an hour. I would say my biggest problem is that Pablo just didn't have enough substance to exist. I can see what they were trying to go yeah. for, but, like, they did not successfully execute it, and there was so much, like, padding and filler. That's, yeah, exactly. Like, if they just got rid of that or threw in a couple more jokes, <laughs> it would yeah, probably give have someone been... else, like, give someone else a cool moment. Like, have Amy slash Emma, whatever her name is, do something kind of interesting, right? Like, have have his daughter do something cool like have like one of the hostages have like an attempt at escaping themselves like have some kind of other thing and that could fill time use the other characters for more than just paul's story like i'm just saying if they'd done that it would have filled more time maybe been a little bit more interesting yeah but but then it wouldn't have been paul blart mall cop it would have he was the mall cop i'm not (laughs) suggesting the other mall cops do anything (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Paul Blart, Rise of the Mall Cops. He inspires all of these average non-mall cop people to, you know, stand up and become mall cops for that night. That's so inspirational. Yeah, but that didn't happen, so it wasn't. You wasted an opportunity, <laughs> Paul Blart. Well, should we should we wrap up? Okay, yeah, sorry. So I would rate this <laughs> I would rate this around a three or four. Probably I'll go for yeah, I'll go for like a three or four. I'll yeah. go for I'll go for a I give four because like I think I laughed I think I laughed four times, so I'll give it a four. 
<laughs> I laughed four times out of a possible ten. <laughs> I would say I laughed three times out of a possible ten. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> okay. Paul Blart, right. it's uh, not so bad, but... Paul Blart, surprisingly, did not have any farts. No farts. Paul Blart, no farts. Yeah, Paul Blart, fartless. <laughs> Paul Blart, f- Heartless, but not heartless. (laughs) 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 Needing a 